Mr. Benjamin, let me tell you what happened yesterday. Go on. I had a power meeting, and I decided I was going to put my best foot forward, so I put on my dark brown Sperry's. Mm. It was a success. <laughs> and I looked at myself, and I thought, boy, I look terrible. Except for your Sperry's, No, they were they were accentuating how stupid I looked. Oh, no. So don't go to www.sperry. Show up at your power meeting looking stupid with your Sperry's on. It's a poor idea. <laughs> Are okay. we doing an, another anti-ad? We've done one of these before. Yeah, well, I do them frequently because they're not paying us. All right. Well, that's a message to Sperry's. If you give us some money, Michael, my ads will be more positive. Right, like like the one about your um, turquoise. Wait, what color was it? The sea seafoam green. Seafoam green. Yeah, we'll do more like that ads yes. if you start paying us. Come Sperry. up with some cake. Seafoam yeah. green, the poor man's turquoise. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Explain Yourself, the podcast where anyone can attempt to explain anything. I'm Diddy Bread. And I'm the Muscle Hamster. And I, I'm going to let the Muscle Hamster introduce our guest because he's our guest getter and he's so damn good at it. Go ahead, Muscle Hamster. Yes, I'm the talent booker. You are. Which is where I text somebody who I think will be free and then I yeah. ask them what they want to talk about. It's No, it's not a just about free because we know plenty of people who are free. We want people who are free but also have amazing, interesting perspectives on things. Yeah, th yeah that's how I do it. That's, that's right. right. That's my talent. That, that is your talent. Uh, today's guest is Ben Porch. Ben is an interesting fellow I'm a jack of several trades but Ben's best skill that we're going to talk about today is getting hit in the head or injuring <laughs> your head <laughs> yes um, Ben is a, a what would you say your job is facilities coordinator facilities coordinator yeah. uh, he does jujitsu with me he's a husband a father and sometimes thespian Sometime thespian. I haven't told anyone else in my family that I'm a thespian. Yes, that's right. <laughs> but today we're going to talk about one of Diddy Bread's sort of, this is one of your most fiery issues. This is a pet topic of mine. Yeah, we we talked about it. We have talked about it before on our um, NFL episode, which mm -hmm. I think we re-released. Yes, recently. Yes. So if you didn't hear that, yeah. we could go back and pause now and listen. It's still available. But what we were missing in that episode is actual like knowledge and <laughs> the perspective of science, but also people who've had experience Real with world this. experience. Right, because yeah. I've never had a conversation with someone before who has experienced effects of CTE. So Ben, we're very glad you're here. Thank you for being here. Thanks. And I just want to preface this conversation by saying I am not an expert. I am not a medical practitioner in any way, shape, or form. I just, I've someone who's taken a few lumps on the peach. Sure. Yeah. So you're sort I'm of giving a us a test subject, I guess, as well. I would, get, what I would give would you the, the qualification of having expertise just from yeah. personal experience, which is, yeah, that's more than we've had up to this point. I, just, so. I just don't want your listeners to get a twist and be like, oh, they're having a doctor. No, no, <laughs> no. We're certainly not doing nope, that. Definitely. Nope. Okay. All so right. now that that's out of the way. <laughs> All right. So, Ben, begin hey, at the beginning. First, there was nothing. Right. <laughs> and then, no. Darkness, Darkness covered over the deep. Yes. Can you, to me, when I first heard you discuss this, you were like, I got nine concussions. And I was like, oh, Ben must have been involved like in the military or something really like over the top dangerous. But you told me you got a lot of them doing theater. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. So which my, was not the not the source of concussions, which I you would not think. No. You would not so, think a lot of concussions in well, theaters. Just, just back up. A sure, bit. give us your concussion history. So I've been an athlete my whole life. Mm-hmm. I played. I was a goalie in soccer from like five all the way through college. I played rugby. Um, I've, I've always been an athlete, ready to go, just get after it on the field. And I got before I ever started doing theater or stunt work, and we'll, we'll get to that in a second. I took two or three really hard hits when I was in high school. Okay. One of them was my senior year, and I don't remember any of this. This was all told to me afterwards, but guy was running in. He was on like a breakaway to shoot on the goal. I ran, slid, and as I landed on the ball, his foot connected (gasps) with the side of my head. This is soccer. This is soccer. Okay. And there was a loud... Oof. um, And... I don't remember anything for a while after that, but apparently I stood up, bounced the ball twice, and then as I went to kick it, just boom, fell over. Just, yeah, just face first oh, in the gosh. dirt. I woke up in the lap of a classmate who was rubbing my head and like holding my hand, which was weird for me. She hot? To, well, that's the thing. I went to Bob Jones, so this oh. this type of, of behavior was <laughs> excruciatingly <upon>. verboten. <laughs> you couldn't have that. So I knew something was serious. I was like, oh no, I'm gonna get expelled for this. Yeah. Um, Went to the doctor and they were like, "Yep, gold medal. You you got a concussion." Oh, um, and that was that was like the first one that I remember being. Oh, you have to go see a doctor. You can't go to sleep for twenty four hours or whatever. Yeah. So, so how old are you? Seventeen. Uh, so seventeen. That's your first real. Serious. That, that's my first real, real bad one. Yeah. yeah. That, that I can that I can remember. You know, sure. I was one of those kids that was like running, jumping, climbing trees. So I'm sure I got a couple of. You know, like knocks on the knob, yeah. just being a kid, yeah. running around doing stupid stuff. But yeah, the soccer, that was the first one that mm-hmm. I remember being like, oh man. And then graduated from high school, went to college. Um, I was a theater major in college. Yay. So many job prospects. <laughs> and uh, I was, the long and short of it is I was not having a good time. Right. Nothing against the department or the school that I went to, but the... The classes didn't make sense. I didn't really understand what exactly we were doing. I wanted to change my major. I got a job the summer of 2007 at a now closed theater company called First Frontier Incorporated in Xenia, Ohio. Xenia. X-E-N-I-A. Okay. Right smack dab in the middle next to a whole bunch of nothing. (laughs) Their biggest claim to fame is that right down the highway is Yellow Springs, which is where Dave Chappelle lives. Oh. So that was like, we're Dave Chappelle's hometown, kind of. Home of of Dave Chappelle. We're Chappelle adjacent. (laughs) Chappelle adjacent, yes. Um, So anyway, so I went there, and that was a summer of outdoor, uh, I guess, symphonic outdoor drama, which is an entire genre of theater Outside, obviously. And like Shakespeare in the Park type uh, stuff. Sort, sort of. Similar idea, but yeah. with symphonic outdoor drama, what you're really talking about are historical things that happened at or near the place where the theater is. Oh. So the That's show... very specific. Yeah, the show at First Frontier Incorporated was called Blue Jacket, which is about um, uh, an Ohio, uh, a legend in the Shawnee, the Native American, the Shawnee tribe of this guy. The legend is that he was white. He joined the Shawnee tribe. He was adopted by the tribe. This is around the time of Daniel Boone, Mm. that kind of time. Mm -hmm. Um, Eventually became the principal chief of the Shawnee tribe and blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Okay. um, So that's what the show was. It was just a show about that guy's life and it was all outside. 
huge stage, 30 horses. What? Um, yeah. That, Seriously? Yeah, 30 horses in the herd. Um, it was a, It was just a summer of shooting flaming arrows into a fort and riding horses so bareback. Awesome. Yeah, it was a fantastic <laughs> so summer. So cool. That really was the summer that kept me interested in theater because I was like, oh, there are people that all they do is they get hired by theaters to come in and choreograph. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Uh, yeah. I don't care about acting. So you or, did choreography? So that's what I did is I graduated uh, from North Greenville University right down the road here. Yeah. Uh, 2008. And after that, I moved to Orlando and I started working as a utility stuntman. And if you're if you're like, oh, you were Brad Pitt stunt. Nope. Nope. That's a whole different thing. Utility stunts are it's like there's a stunt where a guy gets hit by a car. A guy gets thrown through a window, something like that. Where mm-hmm. You don't really have to see the person's face. It's just uh, you a stunt. So that's, yes. that's what I did. That's What's cool. the other kind of stunt called? Uh, like body doubling. Oh, OK. OK. Um, yeah, if you don't want to show your rear end in a film, you get somebody in there for that. Or you get a butt we, double. Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> you want to be a butt double. Or this particular, uh, this particular movie studio has not insured oh. Will Smith to oh, do this particular Got stunt. It. Yeah. Okay. Well, then we're going to get somebody in right there, okay. from a distance sure. and with camera work. Kind of looks like Will Smith. Sure. Um, so that's I did the other kind. I did the utility stuff. Okay. Um, and through that, like I Ryan Gosling in Drive, right? Doesn't he I've do that? I've never seen that movie. Either. Okay, you should see it. Well, anyway, I, thinking, I think that's what he does. I was thinking more like Johnny Knoxville. Jo- <laughs> My boys. That's actually a little closer. <laughs> um, and because I was a kid that just wanted to, you know, break into the business. Yeah. Uh, I was. I was going out on any call that I could do. I never did anything super big. Um, I was on one movie that was picked up by Sci-Fi, and yeah. when they saw the finished thing, it was immediately canned. Oh no! Oh, I got paid. I didn't care. Um, sure. So I've done high falls. I've done body burns. Uh, got hit by a bus at one point. Oh my gosh! But yeah, so I got a bunch of those knocks just doing that because if you didn't work, you didn't get paid. Right. And I wasn't insured. I was just some guy living on people's couches. Yeah. <laughs> trying to have my big break into the entertainment business. Yeah. Um, and how many did you get doing that? How many concussions? Four. Four. Can you tell us about one of them? So we just... Well, the one I got when I got hit by a bus. Yeah. It just went wrong. It was just... It was a... Looking back on it now, the stunt coordinator, whose name I won't say because he's still, he's still working right. in the Southeast. It wasn't planned out as well as... I would have anticipated. Okay. And hmm. after the second time of getting hit, I was like, I'm, I'm done. I don't want to do, <laughs> right. do that again. Um, I also got one, another really big one when I was working in Orlando because I was in a pretty gnarly car accident. Okay. Um, I was in a van, got T-boned, van flipped three times. Uh, some of the people involved in that accident did not walk away. Oh, sorry to hear that. Um, so it was... Uh, oh, that wasn't a stunt. That was an actual... That was an actual, yeah. No, okay. That was for real. That was okay. for real. Got you. Um, and I reached a point where I was just like, I can't, I can't keep doing this. <laughs> like, yeah, he, yeah. Like that line from Indiana Jones is not the years, honey. It's the mileage. There you <laughs> like, go. I just so stopped doing that. Went to grad school. Uh, got my second degree in make believe, and then life just kind of progressed onward from there. Right. How many concussions total? Nine. Nine. Okay, that's like a staggering number. I know, it's, I want to quote really, Ferris Bueller and go nine times. <laughs> it's really not, though. Uh, I know guys that have had upwards of 30. 
Oh my god! That's an unbelievably super yeah. staggering. But number. those guys usually were they were professional athletes, sure, sure, in the military. And I only know not because I've done anything nearly as badass as those gentlemen. I just right. know them because you know we're in therapy together, we're in sure. small group discussion together. So when I say I have nine, they're always like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, like that's adorable. I got nine in my first tour of Iraq. Right. So, so, do you have you been diagnosed with anything as a result of I've this? I've been I've been diagnosed with a TBI, with a traumatic brain injury. TBI. TBI. That's not CTE. That's not CTE. CTE, and I could again. I am not a doctor. Sure. Nor have I played one on TV. <laughs> um, but I think part of the problem with CTE is that it's really only no. It's you can only tell it's there during. A an autopsy, I think that was CTE. Okay, there's, there's one, that might be right. There's one of them where you can't tell for sure until there's an autopsy. Yeah, and I think that's the reason why even some NFL players, when they've killed themselves, they've left their brains intact. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Junior say Junior say yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is I true. Was, I just yeah. googled it. You can only diagnose CTE post mortem. Right. But they're working to change that. They are. Yeah. They really are. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a gentleman by the name of Dr. Mark Gordon. Yes. Who's, he's done a lot to, I think specifically, he works with first responders, military personnel, guys and gals from that particular world. And I think he's actually made a lot of progress in different kind of treatments, different modalities. Um, the medicines on Denatch. Right. The natural medicines. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, That's psychedelics is what Ben's referring what to. Psychedelics. My brother's so into this. You guys need to talk. Yeah, specifically psilocybin. Yes. Um, and I think there has even been some very fascinating studies that have come out of the VA. Yeah. In With psilocybin as a modality in conjunction with cognitive behavioral sure. therapy and sure. other things that yes. have made some really, really interesting inroads with our with our veterans okay which is, which is fantastic that's awesome yes well I'll pause you here ben deep brain have you ever had a concussion i think i had a minor one do you remember when i went to oh, i don't yes. think you were with us we uh, it was the next trip we went to um ben was at camp greenville with me oh nice so okay he, he knows i know i know camp greenville yeah so i yeah. my my last trip to camp greenville i got kicked in the head with a basketball oh yes I think it bounced off the wall and then came back and hit me Accidentally. In the head. Accidentally. Yes. So that's not the and right it, appendage for to touch a basketball as a foot. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean. Matthew kicked the ball. He's a good kid. He just throws an accident. He's a good kid. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely. Yeah, we definitely are. It definitely shook my head around. And I had the worst headache I've ever had in my life for the next, I don't know. It, I think it hit later that night mm-hmm. and I had it all night long and part of the next day. And then when we got back did you, to... Did you start vomiting? Yeah. It was like the next day I was at work mm-hmm. and I was fine until Jerry brought me lunch and we were eating in one of those little conference rooms. Yeah. And as soon as I finished eating, I was just like, holy I think I'm going to throw up. Like I was so dizzy. Mm-hmm. And Jerry had to take me home right then. And I threw up in the car on the way home and I just had to go to sleep. And then I talked to you about it, and you were like, yeah, you have a concussion. <laughs> I was like, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so really sensitive to light. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's concussed 101. Right oh, there. gosh. So that's the only time that's ever happened to me. What about you, Michael Blum? I'm positive I've had one. One. And I may have had two. Okay. Are there different grades of concussions? I think there are. Like, if you, like, did you lose consciousness? No. So that, again, I 
I don't know if they're literally like grade one, grade two, grade three. That's but that's one. <laughs> but you, you hear the you words mild lose, concussion. Yeah, you right. Don't yeah. lose consciousness. Right. If you're a boxer or an MMA mm-hmm. fighter and you get slept in the ring, mm-hmm. like you get hit and you go out and you out. have to be revived. Yeah. That's another thing. Sure. Um Yeah. So what was your sitch there, Bob? One time when I wrestled in high school, I was very bad and this guy banged my head off the mat, basically. Oh, God. The mats are soft, so you could... This is actually, like, the best case, right? Sure. And I remember, like, having cognitive problems... Really? ...for the next, like, day or two. Yep. Oh. Like, what I remember, and I knew something was wrong, was I was trying... You know how if you put a baking sheet in the oven, you're supposed to do it horizontally? Yeah. So it'll go in this way? Oh, you couldn't... I was putting it in vertically. And you couldn't figure out... I couldn't figure out why it kept sticking out and I couldn't close the oven door. Oh, man, that would have worried me so bad if I had watched you What's going on here? Oh, no. I know how to use a baking sheet. I'm 18 years old. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, that guy bounced my head off the mat. Uh, This is what's wrong. But I was like, I didn't feel bad. I just like cognitively impaired that's, for a that's couple interesting because all of mine was like physical that's yeah. so funny and then one time uh we were in pittsburgh yeah and my friend uncle Pease meant to playfully tackle me but then he actually tackled me and i bounced my head off the Ooh. sidewalk uncle Pease, i know you're listening to this what the hell dude yeah uh <laughs> he, it was hey, tío, <laughs> yeah it was an accident um but I know I had a concussion yeah. because for the next five days, I would wake up and when I would stand up from bed, it would spin. So I would like have to grab the wall. Five days. Four days, yeah. five days. Oh, gosh. Um, I know I had these two things happen, but I don't see any long-term effects. Like, right, right. My cognitive, my current cognitive impairance is completely my own doing. Sure. Right? So neither of us would be diagnosed with a with a traumatic brain no. injury. What What does that diagnosis mean? It just means that your brain has taken enough punches that yeah. when you have an MRI, it's noticeable. Oh, okay. Yeah, a really good way for those of you listening, and not that you should do this, but a really good way for uh, a doctor to pay attention to you is say that you've had nine concussions. Okay. You know, they will do like a slow Nosferatu turn <laughs> and they look at you and they're like, what? Um, what, what? What did you do? Say again? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's really what it is. And again, I'm sure there's a there's a more technical definition, but that's every time I have an MRI taken of, of like my head or anything, I have to go, you're going to see something in this yeah. area. And yeah. This is what it is. Okay. Um, and do you have to get MRI'd regularly? Like you go every six Not, months to check your brain? I, I get MRI'd when I go in and I do my, when I do like my yearly physical. Yeah. If I'm having other issues, like all of a sudden it's really hard for me to sleep again. Mm. Or the fuse is getting shorter or whatever. Then sometimes they'll do another one. I am lucky in the sense that I don't have to do any of those activities that gave me concussions in the first place. No, yeah. So I can focus a lot more on recovery. And um, I've had, we were talking about this before we started recording. I have had horrible experiences with counselors and Mm -hmm. therapists and and psychotherapists Mm. up to this point. Mm. So that, that modality really hasn't, worked for me mm-hmm. um I, I am excited we discussed it we're gonna go see uh a, or i not we we're not all going 
I we could all go. We could. <laughs> no, let's not do group therapy just yet. Kumbaya. I'll go if you pay. <laughs> well, ben, but you're well, going to see Josh Neuer. I am. I am. Yes. We're, we've got something set up in a couple of weeks, and I'm very excited about Our that. Our bestest guest and bestest Yeah, buddy. shout out to yeah, Josh I'm, Neuer. I'm really, I need to listen to that episode. I don't think I listened to that one. Um, but no, I'm excited about that. And that came about because I have not ever been diagnosed with PTSD or some people say PTS. They don't like the... Right, the it's, not a disorder. it's not a disorder. Yeah, yeah it's not a disorder. Right. Um, I haven't ever been diagnosed with that. I Again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a right. medical professional. I don't know if I have that. Mm. Um, but there, for me, have been some things that have come up in the last week or two where like my wife and I saw the aftermath mm. of a car wreck. Mm. Nobody, there wasn't blood, like wasn't anything gnarly. It was yeah. just, just cars all yeah. banged up. And I couldn't sleep for three days. Oh, no. Um, my mom just mentioned, my daughter's name is Ripley. She was like, I think I might take Ripley to the park or to Target. And yeah. I like got cold sweats and had difficulty breathing. Because she's going to be in the car. Because she was going to be in the car. Oh, my gosh. Um, and this and is from, was, you think it's from trauma from the wreck that I you no had? I have no idea. Oh, you don't I, know? No, I don't okay, know. Okay, got that's you. The, the, you know, from, from like the lay person talking about myself, that's yeah. the only thing that I can Right, of. right. It's hard sometimes um, to like trace this stuff back. Well, yeah, I've had, and I, I had a really, really good friend. She was she was killed in a car accident. We wound up having her funeral on the day we were supposed to have her wedding. No, I'm oh, so sorry. Yeah, um, that's terrible. So that was, I'm, and I'm sure, I'm sure that some of that is locked in there. Yeah. So, but anyway, I'm, the only reason I'm saying it is, Josh, I'm coming for you. That was the. <laughs> Bring some legal pads. That was uh, that was the catalyst of where I was like, okay, I need to go try to talk to somebody. Again. Sure. Um, yeah. And see and see what's going on. And he was actually highly recommended by mutual friends of the three of us sitting in this room. So it was a little easier to make that phone call and be like, hey, Bubba, let's. How many toes does this person have? I assume ten. <laughs> Josh or the person that suggested it? The person who remained nameless. He does oh, not. God. He is cursed in the sense that he has single digit toes, <laughs> and also wears fingerless gloves. Oh God! Like he's auditioning for the Newsies. <laughs> okay, well stop bringing up Nathan, please. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, I wasn't right. gonna say his name. You All said right. it. All right, stop doing that. Dang it! Ben's you, not invited. You did back. this to yourself, Blum. <laughs> you pushed him on it. You know. I, f I feel like you secretly love to bring Nathan up on this podcast. I'm not invited back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go. I'll go sit in the car for us. I think I just became the co-host. Yeah, you know what happened. Titty bread and bruised peach. Oh my god! <laughs> take it, take it over the rest of the season. <laughs> That's a good nickname. Yes, you're good at coming I up. Can, with I, I got that I from got Ben. Several. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Um, okay. So, are there any other ways in which this manifests itself? Yeah, I was going to ask, like, what are those symptoms that you've been noticing? So, you're saying, like, hey, I saw this car wreck, and then I had trouble sleeping for mm. three days. Like, that seems to me like a very explosive. S specific. Thing. Yeah, specific and explosive. But mm -hmm. what about, like, more general? Like, head hurts all the time. I'm not good. I don't have, like, a constant headache. Yeah. But I get... That is usually the first stressor for me. If I'm in a situation where I'm like, I got to get out of here, right. my head starts hurting. Okay. Mm -hmm. The the trouble sleeping, the off and on again. And I just want to preface this by saying I have in the gamut and spectrum of TBI injuries, mm -hmm. I'm not that bad. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I'm, I'm going to go to therapies that are with our dudes that are, they're my age or younger and they sound like Muhammad Ali. No disrespect to Muhammad yeah. Ali. Yeah. But they're in their 30s and they sound like they have spit.
spent 70 years boxing. Yeah. Or oh, yeah, I'm sure of it. Um, so sleeping is is the big one for me. Um, the other things are I have a pretty short fuse. Uh, yeah, that was going to be one of the questions I was getting yeah, to. I have yeah, a, I have a really, really short fuse. And this uh, is not a quality you had before your concussions. It's been exacerbated. Okay. Um, I go through cycles of I'll feel really aggressive toward this family member. I'll feel like you're going to bleep this, right? Yeah. Yes. I'll feel like absolute dog for three days because I treated them bad. Uh huh. I'll start to feel better. They annoy me again and I want to smash their head through a plate glass window until they shut up and I feel bad. Like it's just, it's a cycle. For oh, me. Gosh. Right. Okay. And, and so I'll spend, I'll get really angry about a situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's just say there'll be a situation at work. Right. I'll act a certain way, even if I feel like I'm, I'm doing really well and controlling myself. And then I'll spend the next three days beating myself up about like, you shouldn't have responded that way. You're a piece of trash. This is never going to get better. Mm. So it's, it's a cycle for me. Right. It's, it's a lot of a mental cycle that if I don't pull myself out of or I get friends and community to help pull me out of, I get very shut off. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go to jujitsu. I don't want to talk to anybody. And I feel like I'm a pretty old joke. Like you've you've seen me at work a lot. Like I'm a relatively funny. Yeah. So there are wackadoo. You seem extroverted. Individual. You yeah. seem happy. And yeah. there are really two sides to Ben. And you and I've never discussed this before. And if you you know if you don't like him, cut it out. Either you are very silly and jovial and a joy, or you are really grumpy. Yeah. And there's a stark contrast. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, one usually follows the other. It's so, very true. So one time, and I'll tell this story, and again, if you don't like it, I don't <laughs> care. Like I said before this thing started, I have not had a career in almost a decade. Okay. So I'm really not worried about <laughs> right. it. Um, We're not dragging his name through the mud here. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Ben and I got an assignment, and it was like not really very difficult or very anything. It was like, yeah, you know, the boss wants us to do this. So I go in and I'm like, Ben, we got to do this thing. Like, we just get a whiteboard together. We'll sit down, figure it out. Maybe it was like an hour worth of work in total. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't strenuous. You know, like time to goof around and stuff. Right. Sure. It's like, this is a good work assignment. You yeah. Know, I'm helping everything. This is good. And I'm like, Ben, we got to go do this. And then Ben was really mad. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, man, cool. Well, I'm sorry you're mad about this, but like, let's get the whiteboard going. And then he was just like, Blum, you know what the effing problem is here? I was like, I mean, this is a good assignment. Like, there's no, there's, I mean, the problem is you're a grump, but like, oh, Blum no. lives his entire life as the last five minutes of Monty Python. Yeah. Uh, always looking yes. on the bright side of life. Yes. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not that optimistic, but like, this assignment was pretty good. Well, to be fair, you, you did take on this thing at work where you were like, I'm going to be a yes guy and I'm going to yes. look to be very helpful. And so sure. you love it when people come to you and say, hey, can you help us with this stuff? I'm not saying, I'm not defending you, Ben. I'm just <laughs> yeah. saying. I've just never Michael. heard anyone say it out loud before. No, he got that way shortly before I took off yeah. and I was I was thrilled I was like absolutely it, it blown. Purpose, I'm gonna leave you here to it was a purposeful maneuver purpose driven life affect yes. change from the inside right work that's your right. way up that's right I think it was a good strategy thank you but it does sound like your reaction to that was a little extreme because oh, even, yeah, even if Michael came to me with a bull idea like something that I didn't want to do but Michael was like they want you and I to do this right. I would just be excited to be able to do it with right. Michael Blum so do you not like Michael Blum is what I'm asking. Depends on the day. <laughs> right. It depends on how grumpy Ben is. Depends on, it depends on what kicks okay. he wears that day. Oh, oh. All, if it's those brown sparries. Well, nobody likes brown those. Berries. But all my kicks are fly. Or if it's the Pepto-Bismol pants. <laughs> all, all, also good. 
But um, so, oh my God, you're yes, those pink pants. Those are amazing. Yeah, oh, um, so great. So we start with this, and then I have to go do something, and then Ben has to go do something. So I was like, "Hey, let's reconvene after lunch and finish this." So we're separated for I don't know three or four hours, and I like I missed him so bad. My my <laughs> mosey back, I mosey back in to like, "Hey man, we got to finish this," and then Ben is like completely apologetic and empathetic towards this assignment and interested in doing it. And I was like, dang, that's a really stark contrast for something yeah. you thought was like the devil's work. Yeah, there's no fader switch on me. No. Yeah. It's, 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 it's here or boom, here. Boom. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's on or off. And I, I remember being like that as a kid. Mm. Right. But I don't remember it being as aggressive mm. as it is now. And yes. that's part of segue into how you and I actually met. That's one of the reasons why I shameless plug for Alliance Champions Training Center that's on right. Haywood Road. That's right. Um, go see them, you guys. Get them. into jujitsu. Yeah. That's the thing that I love about jujitsu is, first of all, it gives me a community of people mm-hmm. that I genuinely believe care about me. Like when I was out with my back injury for several weeks. I had people blowing me up every day. Dude, where have you been? What's going Aww. on? Are you all right? And I had people, Ben hurt his back during jujitsu, and they would come up to me with sad faces, forlorn faces. <laughs> where's Ben? And they'd be like, where's Ben? Like, Which you know, no one has that face when I show up. When everyone shows well, up, no, they're, they're like, they hold it on no, the No, no, they're forlorn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this bathroom's here. <laughs> they're, they're like mopey like hey where's Ben I heard you guys work together like, I'll be alright it's very true it's very true and I'll tell you who because this this person you know, it's not, not a character that Diddy Bread knows but he, he was very sad looking and I kind of felt bad for him like, I wanted to give him a hug he's like a little sweet guy like is it DJ yeah <laughs> I knew it I knew it was DJ he's a very <laughs> quiet nice guy and he was like who where's Ben Oh, I was like, oh, yeah, man. he's a good training partner. Yeah, we train together a lot. Uh huh. Uh, so I thought it was real funny. Uh-huh. So let me ask you this: I just had uh, a thought while I'm listening to this. Your father played college football. He did. Yes, and he was very good, right? We've actually talked about it very briefly. Yes, um, but yeah, he was. He was like in okay. the in the 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it possible that somehow and follow me on this crazy thing? He probably got some concussions playing football. Maybe. And he, um, and the ramifications of that passed on to you genetically. Like you you're always kind of on I and don't off. think that's how concussions work. I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know okay. if, if like if I've had nine, if that means my kid is gonna have four. Like I don't know if it <laughs> works like that. I don't. I understand what you're going for, but I. But I honestly don't. Yeah. Know. The, I'm the, you meant more like what what like he was saying about his personality wise? when he was oh, younger. How I you understand. had that on off switch you when were, you were younger. You, if you were always pre concussion, Ben was always right. kind of on and off. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if you got that genetically from your dad. Maybe. Or even environmentally. Maybe. Um, it could have yeah. been environmentally. I'm going to preface everything I say by, I love my parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we say that so many times. I on this Mom and dad, I love you, but listen, I'm about to troll I you have, for this. So, yeah, like, and and the, older, the older I've gotten, the more I realize that a mom and a dad who have been married together for over two decades, yeah. and not only that, but do their best to make the home a loving and inviting and non- scary place right is is not it's rare it, yeah it's it's More not the norm that i, it's, that it's I thought it was growing yeah. up yeah. it really is a privilege um 
so I have a really good relationship yeah. with my parents and they are so, especially my mother, I love you so much, mom. They are so long suffering when it comes to me being the way that I am. And that's, that's the only way that I can say that. Is yeah. There are times where my mom will be, she will be trying to explain something to me and I can see in her face that my face is, would you just shut up and get to the point? <laughs> And there's never a discussion about it. There's no, right. they see me getting upset and they just go, okay, well, well, it's okay. We'll talk about it later. It's very, it's never been something that we've really openly discussed. Interesting. But it's also never been something where they're like, you need to go see someone. So, and, and you think with, that that started at a young age for you? I think so. I'm picking up on I've that. Always been. Yeah. Yeah. Super aggressive. Get after it. You got it. that fire. You got that fire. If you're not at, I get if, it. If you're not at the table, you're on the menu. That's right. It's the way that I look at it. I totally get that. Um, I do. And so my dad is, people have referred to him as Spock Mm. because he's very logical and he's not emotionally detached, but he's, sorry if I'm barking up the wrong tree, dad. I think he got that way because his dad was a World War II survivor. Oh, gosh. Had some really gnarly things happen to him at the Battle of the Bulge and in the invasion of Germany. Yeah. And I think that... Because how could it not? How could it not influence uh, yeah. you? That's crazy. I think that yeah. influenced him. And then when he came home, yeah. Because my grand, he died when I was like two or three, so I really don't have any memory of him. Sure. But the stories that I've heard is he cut up a little bit, but he he was very stern as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my old man gets some of that from him. He's also a doctor. Okay. He's an oral surgeon, so he's very he's very logical, and, and that's very, like a serious. Doctors tend to be like very serious yeah, people, yeah. even in their like um, free time. But he was mm-hmm. career he was career military, so I think it's just different. Yeah, you know, just different strokes, and he comes from that generation of like uh, I don't necessarily overly fawn over you and say I love you lots and lots. Yeah, just, I work and I provide, and I'm right. there for every single soccer game, and I'm there for rugby game. Right. It's every single tacit. show that I yeah. was ever in, they came and saw. Yeah. Like even when I was in grad school, they drove down to Orlando to watch me when I would do those shows. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I get it from him or not. He's definitely intense. Yeah. Does he have the on and off switch like you do? Not that I have ever seen in my 35 years of existence. Interesting. He's only, more steady. Yeah. I've yeah. only ever heard my father curse twice. Wow. That's impressive. And both times he was in excruciating pain. Okay. <laughs> I've read stuff recently that says like you get actual like pain relief from cursing. When oh, I'm you're sure. Hurt. So yeah. you're venting. It's like mm-hmm. going out. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So dad and mom, they kind of saw this in you before you got your concussions. I would say so. Yeah. But you have noticed and maybe I don't know. Have they known? Has any of your family that have known you like before pre-concussion and post-concussion? My wife. Your wife, wife right? Yeah. So she knew you before any. No, no, she knew me. We met in 2010, so she knew me after I had gotten all of the concussions because I haven't had a, a really intense knock since like 2010, 2009. Okay, okay. Um, that was when I left Orlando and stopped doing stunt work. Right, but she has seen the change. Gotcha. Since we started dating in school to where we are now okay and we i talked about this on 
Waters podcast. Our friend Chris Waters has a podcast called the BJJ. Yeah, Power I've Hour. heard about yes, that one. I always Listen say that's, that my, that's my favorite podcast. Yeah. Okay, it's, it's, everybody it's, it's subscribe really to that. BJJ Power Hour. Power Hour. Okay. And I was when I was talking to him about it, I said, you know, at one point, this was after I started doing jujitsu. We were living in Florida, mm-hmm. and I don't remember what I was angry about. Something stupid, probably. And as Holly handed me my bag that had all my stuff for jujitsu. She was like, you need to get your shit together or I'm going to leave you. This is your wife. This is my wife. You think she was serious? Oh, I know she was serious. You know she was serious. I know she was serious. Wow. She's Cajun. They don't mess around. <laughs> so I went to class and like a, it took me 30 minutes to get to class. That was two blocks away. Yeah. And I was just kind of in this stupor and like I didn't know what was going on and I was getting, you know, like you'll, you'll be drilling something and you're like, I'm not getting this right. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just got to the point of where... I couldn't focus on what I was doing. I stopped drilling. I went across the mat and I, <clears throat> sorry, grabbed a dude named Jason and pulled him over. And I was like, I got to talk to you, dude. Mm-hmm. And this was a guy that had told me before, like, if you need to, if you need to talk to somebody, it's three o'clock in the morning, call me, dude. I'll, I'll be there in 20 nice. minutes kind yeah. of situation. And we went over to the side onto a crash pad and we probably talked for like two hours. Wow. And, as the class was over or people kind of realized that something was happening yeah. over there, they kind of move over. So by mm-hmm. the end of the discussion I had, Jason, uh, my, before I came to Alliance, my head instructor was a gentleman by the name of Hanato Tavares. He was there, uh, another black belt named Bakudo, my buddy Ed. There were just lots and lots of people sitting around me and it was, it was the first time where outside of my family, and like my tribe, you mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where I felt safe and wow. I felt safe to cry, just be vulnerable. Yeah. And my nickname down there was Space Ghost because I only wore <laughs> white geese. And the joke was Space Ghost, the geese, they have more of a tan than you. <laughs> you, go to this, you go outside for 12 hours, you come back, you are still white. Right, right. <laughs> this is Space Ghost. So that's, that's how I got that name. And Hanato was sitting there and I just remember he came over and he, he like put his head on my shoulder, Oh, which is like a really, especially in the jujitsu community, like putting your head on someone's shoulder is like, is very much a like, I love you. I respect yeah. you so much. Like even in like world championships, you'll see guys battle it out for 10 minutes uh-huh. and then the winner a lot of times will like bow in front oh, of the other person like or like respect. kiss him on the side yeah. of the head because uh-huh. without him yeah you there you can't be a world champion that's right, right. there's someone there for you to this compete against push you to the peak of your exactly your abilities, oh yeah. i really like that yeah yeah and so cool. like our buddy chris every time i roll with chris i kiss that fool on the side of the yeah. face i love him yeah. I, I give him a kiss i'm like i love you brother because i don't know when i'm going to see him again yeah you know? yeah just because our schedules are, are so different is what i mean anyway okay so Hanato put his head down and I just remember he was like, what a gift. I was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? And he's like, what a gift. She told you what to fix. Yeah. Yeah. She told you what her problems are versus you're walking fun away. In class yeah. And then I'm you out. come back and all and her on. Gone. Yeah. Which is what happens you a know, lot of times. Which is what happened. And I 100% would have deserved that. Yeah. I 100% before we had a child, I, I, I would have had that coming there's yeah. nothing that i could have said honestly mm-hmm. that would have been like oh no she was in the wrong mm, right um, right and so that really kind of catapulted me into i've actually got to get i've got to get a handle on this mm-hmm. because before i would 
if jujitsu wasn't helping, then I'd self-medicate. Yeah. Fill in the blank with whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Um, Diddy Bread knows about that. Yeah. So, it, you know, it was booze. Yeah. It was weed. It, it was just, just, just what it was. You know, it was, if I if I smoke this in 30 minutes, I won't want to murder everybody. Right. Right. Oh, well, but that's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. You know? it, it can be helpful if you just need a temporary release. Oh, you know? I needed lifelong. Right. <laughs> right. Well, and we, what's funny is we all need lifelong. So it's like yes. you've got to find a way to transfer, you know. you got to work on the root to, cause. Right. Of right. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So, I, so I've heard you tell that story before, and it's amazing every time I hear it. But can you take me through the process of like, okay, you go home, mm-hmm. right? You get home from that evening class. What do you actually do to begin to fix these problems? Like, there must have been a discussion of, like, actionable steps. Yeah. Well, after that discussion at the gym, we came back and we... And one of the things that I absolutely love about my wife is there are no punches pulled. If you ask Holly what she thinks about something, she's going to tell you. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I like that. That's um, also the Diddy Bread method. That's, that's, that's my method as well. You can ask my husband about it um, later. He loves it. No, sometimes well, he doesn't. I'm, I'm sure she will. <laughs> she will tag along to the next event, so you'll get a chance to. Oh, perfect. To meet her. Perfect. Um, but it was a lot of like, look, what what you've been doing up to this point has not worked. Yeah. You need to do more than go get your marijuana card. Right. You need to do more than go spend three hours at the gym instead of 90 minutes like there's actually something that you need to do so that that's kind of where i started getting back into counselors still haven't had a positive experience on that that sucks coming for you josh (laughs) i'm coming for you josh um what i had what i what did come out of that is again i i'm talking about me yeah i want anyone that's on the on the other side of this to to take something away of even if you get that intestinal fortitude to go talk to a licensed medical professional, that's not the end of it. Right. Because Holly went with me. Yeah. Otherwise I wouldn't have gone. Right. And sitting there, the nurse that was doing like the blood pressure and all that stuff, she said, well, why are you here? And I said, well, I'm I'm anxious and I'm depressed and you know, I'm just kind of, I need something more than what I've been doing. Mm -hmm. And I, I choose to believe that this woman was, trying to help oh dear and she just kind of shook her shoulders like an old southern mom and went oh but sweetie sometimes you just got to learn to let some stuff go oh lord the past has got to be in the past and i looked at holly and i was like get me the out of here no kidding get me out of here this was at like a this was at a doctor's office yeah. i was waiting for the doctor to come in this was like the rn or the lpn or whatever she was and uh she was like that's not who you have to talk to. She's an idiot. Yeah. Just wait the for hell? the doctor. So when the, and then when the doctor came in, he was very open, listened to what I had to say. And so that started, we'll go do CBT, uh, which is cognitive behavioral therapy. Got it. Yeah. And that gets to a little more of the root of, well, why do you feel this way? Right. What's right. going on? Reframing things differently just trying to take your mindset and a lot of times that's why especially with you because you're my friend and i love you as much as it pains me to say it out loud (laughs) that's why a lot of times i would feel like almost on the verge of tears when things like that would happen at work so i was like michael's my friend like yeah sorry no you're good michael's my friend like he 
wants me to be happy and be you know so a lot of times that's yes. where i was like i'd go home and i'd be like i treat michael so terrible and no one loves me if he knew who i really was he wouldn't win well you weren't angry at michael you no, were just venting no, in front of michael no, you're a safe place he, michael Blum. he just yeah, he just <laughs> hoved into my field of vision sure sure um but yeah so that's i'm so, sorry you had that experience with the nurse well it panned it out sucks. i appreciate you saying that but it, it panned out okay yeah that was like a, a mental health professional's office? That was a, uh, like a general practitioner. General practitioner yeah. Oh, general okay. Practitioner. Okay. The most jacked up thing that I've ever had said to me by a mental health professional. Please tell us. Was a grown man told me this. Oh. Um, he said, well, why don't you just take some of your feelings and write them down in your dream journal? I was like, I'm done with you. I'm done. <laughs> if he I, did not say dream he journal. Did. He did. I can see ben. his face and I still want to hit it with a brick. Ben. Uh, ben. Yeah. So. Anyway, all that to say, uh, I'm not trying to cast disparaging remarks on all right. counselors. Sounds like you've had some bad luck. I've just, I have not had uh, a lot of luck in yeah. that particular modality. Yeah. What does work a lot of times is making sure that I take my meds every day. Sure. Um, I have a very, very small dosage prescription for that kind of stuff. Okay. And that I have to be extremely vigilant about what I decide to ingest Oh. mentally and emotionally interesting tell us um, about that well i i have never served right in, in the military right um i've lost friends over there yeah same i can't i can't watch war movies the same way anymore okay. and i know that that sounds so that maybe that sounds so silly to someone who's no. listening who's actually like a combat veteran is like what are you talking about <laughs> i love we were soldiers uh, right 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 but, and again if more power to you but for me I can't watch that. Sure. Anything that has to do with parents losing kids. Yeah. I can't watch that. Yeah. Like there, there are just some, and as much as I hate using this word, cause I feel like it's been really overused sure. in the common lexicon. There are lots of things that I have found that I just can't watch anymore. Right. I just don't, I just can't. Were you going to use the word trigger? I <laughs> they was. trigger you. I was. No, but that's a real word. It is. It, meant, it, is it used word. to it mean is, something. It is absolutely a real word. <laughs> right. You're using it by the like classical definition. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. you're, you're physically, mentally triggered to where like, I, if I continue to watch this, I'm going to experience some backlash at some point. Yeah. I get that completely. Yeah. Yeah. And there are even, which is so weird. Like there are even some movies that I really like where I just don't, I just can't watch certain scenes. Like I just, sure. I, I just sure. Yeah. Bored. I'm like, eh, can't deal with it right now. I mean, hey, if it's as simple as fast forwarding, yeah. absolutely. Wow. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think we probably need to revisit as just as a society, like what the daily or steady intake of certain types of media end up doing to yeah. you. I think a lot of it is so subconscious. People don't even realize. So it's actually a blessing that you are able to recognize like, no, I'm not going to do this like beforehand. Right. I would get so yeah. angry scrolling through Facebook. Yeah. That's just one thing. Like, right. I'm not on social media anymore. And all I use Instagram for is to post pictures of stuff that I think is interesting. You're making, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing, sort of speaking of technology and your head, is often I would walk into Ben's office and he'd be playing some kind of game. What at, game? Oh, on my phone? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, ah, that looks like a lot of fun. And then Ben would be like, this is to help me feel better. And I'm like, I don't know, it looks like a lot of fun. What's going on over there? <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's not like an app or a specific game game or anything like that but like just for cognitive ability i will play games where it's like there are 12 spaces and just as many letters and yeah. you gotta try to make like boggle you gotta try to make oh. as many yeah words as you can from sure. this many oh, i do wordscapes yes. which is great wordscapes. yeah that's it i that's love wordscapes yeah um and there are lots and lots of studies that show that if you spend 
this thing is maybe as little as 10 minutes just playing yeah it will help it will that's help awesome. uh, it will help your cognitive good to know because i thought ability. it was just a waste of time <laughs> it is that but it's an it is a it gets a productive not useless, waste of time right i got yes. you that's good to know good to know yeah that's a good one i like yeah, that a lot and as sleepy as it makes me i try to read a lot i try to read stuff beyond mm-hmm. my right that's beyond my level mm-hmm. and then i get frustrated because i'm essentially a knuckle dragger <laughs> right <laughs> I'm like, Meh, big word, hard. Read this paragraph 12 away. times right. and I still don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else as we're kind of wrapping up here we should know? Because this is, you carry a, like a unique sort of set of circumstances that the rest of us, we can't fully grapple with. Sure. I would be interested to see what the differences in concussions in MMA versus boxing because there are so many more this is options right for, ways to MMA like win versus, versus boxing right yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. but that being said if you want to see one of the most scary knockouts ever just google Edson Barbosa versus Terry Edom okay yes. Edson you know Barbosa, about this Michael Blum? I, I, we watched it live oh, into oblivion oh god he, Edson Barbosa kicked this guy so hard I'm not even joking he was never the same again he stopped. He stopped fighting after this fight. Barbosa versus who? Terry Edom. Terry Edom was a very high. Terry Edom was a decent guy. He was a very, and he was one of the best English yes. fighters at the time. Yes. Like we consider him one of the best prospects. Are you watching the wheel kick right now? I'm okay. watching it I'm, right I'm now. Telling you, it's going to be I'm gnarly. Unmute it. There we go. We're watching a YouTube video. Oh, this they're not announcing it. This is just music to go along with. Yes, it. that's what you're listening to. Okay, I'm going to mute it because I don't want to listen. I like to that music. it sounded like a discotheque. It did. It was nice. Yeah, I wanted to turn the lights off and get some glow sticks. That's right. I was going to shake my money maker. <laughs> you can see. Oh my god. Yeah, see? Oh, oh my Oh no. And he falls like a board. Right on and the burger. And, and his arms his arms are stiffened up. His toes are curled in. Oh. And he goes so stiff when he falls, he falls like a plank and the back of his head bounces off of the canvas. What is happening, like physically, that would make him do that? So hit your what? brain is goes, sh- your brain gets hit so hard yeah. that it, it shuts goes, down. No. It just says I'm not going to function just goes, right now. Uh-uh. Yeah. What's well, the defense just mechanism? Stops. It's a defense mechanism. Sure. Yeah. It's going. We're in really bad danger. Yeah. And we can't sustain this anymore. Yeah. I'm going to essentially unplug. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm going to take a nap. Yeah. Oh, it's like a reboot. <laughs> and then maybe the danger will have passed when I woke up, and we can sort of see what's going oh on. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But the you see his hands freeze. Yeah. His, it's his because he like it, contorted. It's yeah. because his nerves, his brain shut off, and his nerves stopped where they were. God. Laura and I were in a bar when that happened, and it was. You watched de- that happen. We watched it happen live. It was dead silent. Yeah, yeah, like, because people are like, he might be dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he might be dead. Oh, Edson Barbosa killed the guy. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm glad you haven't had that bad of a no, no. <laughs> but again, and that's that's one of those things of it's you know, a lot of things that I've said are kind of silly. This is what I'm I'm very passionate about, right? Um, <laughs> but. To me, this is something that should be discussed. It should be something that if you want to do MMA, boxing, any kind of contact yeah. sport, yeah. I think that if you're the parent making the decision on a kid, you should have all of this information. Right. Now, I don't think that we should stop playing peewee football. No. I don't think that we should stop playing rugby or playing football or, or soccer, doing MMA or field, field hockey. hockey or whatever. Yeah. I just think that if you want to make the best decision, you should be as informed as possible. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. And then once sure. you have that information, it, I'm not your dad. You know, like I, right. you, you do you. you right. Know, you do whatever it is. Right. Um, 
but but people should be informed. Yeah, and I absolutely think- should be informed. If someone can bungee jump into the Grand Canyon or skydive without a parachute into a giant net <laughs> or just ride down Wade Hampton in not but biker shorts and high heels mm-hmm. on the back of a Harley, <laughs> you know, no helmet, no protective gear right. whatsoever. Right. What are we doing? You know, like exactly that. that guy. Yeah. We just had a recent death here in Greenville on the Swamp Rabbit Trail. Um, a young woman not not wearing a helmet and she got hit by a motorist and uh, it was a hit and run, but I think they caught the guy. Anyway, yeah, I think about that a lot because you see a lot of people without helmets that should have them or you see your friends signing their kids up for Little League football and you're just like, I just hope you have all the information, sure. right? Sure. Like, and, a lot of, and a lot of people too sometimes, I think maybe you even said this. Sarah on the on the NFL one, there's the argument of like, well, if kids don't have this outlet, what are they going to do? And while that's for some individuals, I think that's a completely valid point of view. Mm-hmm. But then now what we've done is we've stepped out of the world of sport and into the world of socioeconomics. And it's like, right. okay, right. Well, if they don't have any other out. Maybe we should figure out a way to give them a right. Out. Oh, you're talking about the kids who who sign contracts yes. with the NFL, and yeah. it's like, yeah. right, so because, out of poverty, right? Yeah. Because there's often the argument that like these guys know what they're signing up for, and I would say that for the majority of NFL's history, they did not, in Correct. fact, know no, what they were signing up for. Yeah, right. And even if they do now, it's kind of like, what? Uh, this is yeah. what I got. I got football. What do you want me to do? Go work at you know Walmart? Like La- these last. are my choices. Yeah, <laughs> like, last. Uh, I think it's called Last Chance You. Yeah. On Netflix. It's a great documentary about Juco football and they just did uh, junior college. Oh, got, got it. And then they just did uh, one about, uh, which to me is way more riveting about basketball. I would love to watch that one. I would love to watch that. But some of these kids, like you really feel for some of these kids where it's like, this was their way out. Exactly. This was the way out. And who am I to deprive somebody of what they think is going to make the situation exactly. in life better for them. Exactly. Right. And also, and what you see with a lot of these people is that they're not trying to be a millionaire for themselves. It's, it's for they're their family. They're trying to be a millionaire for their family. They want to lift their family out of poverty. Right. And so now we're not talking about individual choices or being informed. It's really about the system. Correct. It's about the system that allowed this kid to only have this path. Where the only way that you can get out of your particular area <laughs> right. be a rapper, right. be... A YouTube be star. Be a YouTuber, be yes. a football star, right. be a right. drug dealer, right. or yeah. be the one guy that goes to an Ivy League school out yeah. of however many generations exactly. of people, you know what exactly. I mean? Like I chose to be a rapper. That's I know you did. I know you did. <laughs> I got bars, son. I know. Michael's wearing his Wu-Tang shirt yep. today Wu-Tang in true the, form. Wu-Tang for the children. For the children, that's, that's right. right. Yes. That's right. All right, Diddy Bread, you good to wrap up here? I think this is a great place to stop, but I want to talk to Ben more about his, he just sounds like he has awesome life experience, so we'll have you back on. You could, we could talk about jujitsu. with I was say, I went, to, I went to Bob Jones for six years. That we could talk That's about a that. whole podcast That's a right whole there. That hours. might be, exactly, that might be several, <laughs> several episodes. Yes. I think that constitutes therapy and he's got the chaos. <laughs> Cut into Josh's business. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. Okay, well, Ben, you want to plug Homestead Knives? Get you a knife yeah, and stuff. I, I just started. Uh, I just started making my own knives. Homestead Blade Works is the hashtag. Hashtag is that what the young people say? That's what the kids On are Instagram. saying. Yeah. Um, or is that your Instagram yeah. handle? That's, well, no, my Instagram handle is Ben Dutcher Space. Okay. But the Homestead Blade Works is the the knife company that I am starting. We will 
hopefully be able to start taking orders for knives as early as August. That's so exciting. That's super uh, exciting. Until then, if you are on Instagram and you want to hit me up, I can make you a pretty ball and drinking horn. Drinking horn? Drinking horn. Like a cow horn. <laughs> That's awesome. That you can That's put. not a knife. What's going on here? <laughs> hey, man, you got to have a side hustle for the side hustle. <laughs> right now, I'm making knives like I'm trying to make one for like Charlemagne. I'm doing it out of Dude, files serious. and elbow grease. And I need to try to get some cash flow so I can start to use the old power tools. I got there you. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so you, All went, right. you went with the old drinking horn. I did. All I right. did. You know, like, capitalizing on the Vikings thing. Uh, all right. I like, I like that. <laughs> I, look, I look kind of Northern European. Uh, yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. So that was... The hashtag is Homestead Bladeworks. All right. Diddy Bread, you want to plug our social media? All of it is splain underscore yourself. Yes, you can find us. We haven't been posting a lot on these sites, but one day we will. And you can say you got in on the ground floor. So find us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. And I would like to shout out my new friend. <laughs> Please that I do. Made today. Yep. It's called the Synthetic Society. And it's a, a podcast about artificial intelligence. Yep. It's at Synthetic Pod. Uh, they were kind enough just to send me a DM on Twitter today yeah. and uh, just said that they liked our sh- I don't know these people. They said <laughs> that I liked our show and that they think our episodes are very honest. I just want to tell my friends over there, our friends, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. That's very cool of you to listen and to give Michael a shout out. So yes. We're giving you it's, one. It's weird that they have the Skynet logo, though. <laughs> Yeah, there's. Should we lo- be sus about that? This this logo is something. I don't even know what's going on. But <laughs> podcast is probably dope. If you're in artificial this podcast is sponsored by the Wayland and Uwanti Corporation. I don't understand. I don't understand what's going on here. You're referencing things. I have no idea. Yeah, I, know. It's, I know. It's it's like Terminator and aliens all wrapped up into one. I get nothing. Yeah. Anyway. I guess that's what we got. What? How should we wrap this episode up? What's right, our final I got thought? It. Protect your melon and always be ready to explain yourself. yourself. Whoop, whoop. There you go, man.